Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Today is May 18th. The Yankees are in the middle of a four-game set against the Rangers. It's the middle of the week episode. We're going to do some sharp stats. We're going to do some cool runnings. We're going to guess the lineup. We're going to talk some Yanks. Hello and welcome to Talking the Yanks, presented by DraftKings. Thank you very much for joining us today. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. In the corner, we have Bug Bug Dude. It's the midweek episode. We got sharp stats. We got some things to talk about. Yankees lost last night. We can save it. We'll forget about it by the time the series recap comes around, being a four-setter. Do you want to talk about it all, Jake? Four-setter, not too much. Man, you know, it's always... There's going to be three days a year where Garrett Cole gets clipped. And yesterday was kind of one of them. So it's kind of a bummer. Uh, that Adolis Garcia kid, I think the country's going to start talking about him. He's a ball player. He's got. He's giving me some Randy vibes. Uh, but yeah, a little bit of a bummer. I thought, you know, it would have been a real treat if the Yankees picked up Cole. Kind of a... Uh, a switch the flip type situation Like we got you big guy And put together a little rally It never happened Never came to fruition We did get our first Voight bomb of the year And it was a real one Yeah that was it's nice Second decker So hey We'll take that Rewind it back Well John Got the beat to make your I thought go. big baby David had a fantastic tweet Summing up the game You clap After the tweet it just said, like, if you're going to go call batter by batter in a three-run game, that makes it seem like you care about winning the game. But then when you take Cole, when you take Cole out after giving up a leadoff single, that makes it seem like you care about winning the game in a three-run game. But then you go to Abreu, Robert. which is clearly because you know you're going to um, replace him with Odor the next day. So do you care about what's what matters more? Just... Using a guy before you send him back down or trying to win the game at hand. And it was three runs and it was using a guy. Like just using Albert Abreu who pitched well just because, hey, we're going to send him down tomorrow anyway. We might as well get some bullets out of him. Took precedent over let's do our best strategy to win this game. Not that Abreu messed up, but still that's the mindset going in there. No, he looked pretty good. It It was just a weird... You know, the Yes Network thought Cole had been done from the day. They showed the whole dugout, and he got greeted, and, you know, he put on that nice jacket, pretty into that jacket. But, uh, yeah, when he came out, everyone was surprised, you know, talking Yanks. We already fired off the tweet that was like, Garrett Cole's finished for the day, and it's like, oh, he's back out there. Okay, you know, you know, maybe he gave, uh, he gave Booney the whole, no, I'm good. Let me get one more. And you're like, yeah, okay. 
let's rally. Yeah, Cole's going to get one more. And then <laughs> single over the shortstop head, he's out. And you're like, I don't. They shouldn't have brought him back. That doesn't, that doesn't do anybody good. Like, I thought, I thought for sure he was going to get another batter. Like, I thought if you're going to send him back out for the inning, when you're down like that, I, I didn't think it would just be batter to batter. And, and you're right. I mean, none of the dots seemingly connected. But uh, it is what it is. You're going to lose baseball games. You're going to lose a couple Garrett Cole games. I'm, uh, I'm putting that game in my rear view. Until we talk about it on the series recap. They haven't officially sent Abreu down yet, but they did confirm that Odor's coming up. Right? They sent Abreu down. They did? Okay. Yeah, after the game, they did that. So they haven't confirmed Odor yet, but, I mean. I thought they said it in all, their postgame. All signs. Yeah, I think Meredith, like, reported it. Yeah. And Boone said in the pregame he could be back as soon as tomorrow, which means he's back. Yeah. He said he looked good. They said he looked good today after he said if he looks good today, he should be back tomorrow. So it should be Rugi, and we'll talk about that a little bit. That's at the end of the show. At the end of the show, where we project the lineup. They just announced that there's going to be a documentary on Derek Jeter. We like that. So that's exciting. Wonder how open it is, because Jeter... Well, I guess Jordan's still an owner. Yeah. I wonder how much Jeter's going to allow to be said about him and all that stuff. Like, I'm excited about it if... Give me the first trailer, and then I'll see if I'm excited. Because if it's just, like, kind of a fluff piece, and there's not actually any... If it's just, like, a Yankeeography, I've seen that. I love it, but I've seen it. Sure. I'd watch it for sure, kind of no matter what, but... The Jordan doc was so cool because of all that footage they had. I wonder if there's any footage behind yeah. the scenes from back then. I Definitely mean, not. Jeter didn't allow that shit. Details from, this is reported by Talking Eggs. Spike Lee is an executive producer, while the producers of MJ's Last Dance are also on the crew. So That doesn't mean much, so we... We're going to be excited I, for it. I know. Executive producer. It could, it, it could be a could video. mean that Spike Lee said, yeah, I'm interested in this. And then, like, can we put your name on it for 100 sure. grand? And then he was like, yeah. So like, sure. Yeah. But, I mean, this could be a video of Derek Jeter sitting on the john, and we'd be pretty dialed up for it. We'll see. I don't think so. Come on, man. Derek Jeter doc? I've seen Derek Jeter docs. Sure. The last one was rather dull. You're probably going to watch a couple more if we're being honest. I know, but I'm, I'm going to watch it. But, I mean, I'm not expecting it to be cool. Okay. Because he's the most guarded, buttoned-up, boring public persona in sports. If we had a real Derek Jeter doc, like finding out about Jordan's gambling and playing craps with his sure. security guards and like all that shit and talking shit and making up lies, and we got that, it'd be awesome. But I don't think it's going to be that. I'm so, sure we're so. going to have one or two things in there, even worst-case scenario, that are new tidbits that we'll like. They said it's six parts, right? Yeah. One of them will probably talk about A-Rod stuff, and that'll be the interesting That would be episode. interesting. That or Jeter's going to make it If they See, like, if that's not there, then probably. It's like kind of bare minimum. we got to have yeah. half, a set, half an episode. We'll be excited. That. Be excited, people. I'll watch it. We're going to watch it for sure, yeah. Um, but I don't know. Where do you want to go first? You want to go straight into Sharp Stats? Do you have any uh, mm. other, other stuff you want to talk about? I mean, there's a lot of conversations around kind of the the lineup and what's going on, but again, we're doing that towards the end. Uh, man, Albert Abreu, that's a. I don't know when we when we whether it's next episode or two ups from now, do some 
trade update stuff, I mean, that's got to be a name that's got to be interesting to other teams. I mean, pumping a hunch, the the slider looked wipeout, even threw a nasty changeup too. So it's like, I mean, I don't know what other teams would be looking for. Or, hey, maybe, maybe we should start trying to pencil in what could Albert Abreu's future be with the Yankees. But that dude... What was um that stuff? Man. What was the guy that went to the Cardinals with Shreve? Gallegos. Gallegos. What was his? I wonder, like you know, because Albert Ray only has one option. That's the thing that hurts him, right? But I think he's got you know five years left or whatever. So yeah, that could be a very interesting trade piece. Gallegos had to have a bunch of options before. Yeah, because uh-huh. did he? He pitched in 17 and 18, so he might have only had one option left when they traded him. So we should get another Luke Voigt. Yeah, so we should get Luke Voigt for Albert Abreu. I've got no problem with it. How many years did Shreve have left? Shreve also had no options and was uh, like... I think he was optionless by that point. Yeah, maybe he had another year or so. So, uh, Abreu and Wilson. Justin Wilson for Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt. Voigt. A lefty outfield Luke Voigt. Yes, lefty outfield Luke Voigt for Abreu. Peralta. Talkman. We get Talkman back and we flip him again. Yes. Abreu and Wilson package. They both on display yesterday. Yeah. Who's a, who's a, they were on display for the Rangers. Yeah. Kyle Gibson. Kyle David Gibson. Dahl. David Dahl. Yeah. I tweeted about that, but you didn't like that as much as Big Baby David's fire tweet I didn't session. see it. I didn't see it. Hey, welcome to Big Baby David's fire tweets. What did you tweet? I don't even remember. Fell asleep on the couch again last night. It's been happening a lot. Albert Abreu, pretty good Texas. And wow, you guys... Albert Abreu looks pretty good Texas. And wow, you guys want to trade David Dahl and Kyle Gibson. Wow, weird. No... Punctuation. That wasn't in the fire tweet school. No retweets, one response. (laughs) (laughs) Some tweets aren't for you. Some tweets are for me and the Texas Rangers front office. David Dahl, 27 million. So him and Wilson just balance each other out. 27 million can't be right. 27. 2.7. Yeah, no, I was trying to figure out how you would even say it, but you can't say 27,000. 2,700,000. 2,700,000 is, right? is how I would have to dance around saying that it's correctly. Pod. All right, so we just made that trade. So that's done. Dahl for Wilson, Gibson for Abreu. That's kind of like, no, I think you just get Dahl. It's the Luke Voigt thing. Well, Voigt had a lot of years. Right. Dahl's like so out of years. Dahl and Gibby for Abreu, Wilson. Why would they want Wilson? They don't want Wilson. They're just taking the money off yeah, the straight it's just trade. How it works. They want Abreu, and then you give him someone else. Like it's another like crapshoot. They just need the innings. Yeah. Some I mean, that's a great guy. trade. Zach. Zach. How mad would Cash be if I just started texting him trade Trade off. offers? I like it. Offer them this. Did you see who the guy that responded to that Jake tweet Thoughts? is? Kyle Gibson. Uh, no, it's some guy with a profile picture of, it looks like five Don Cheadles, and he just says, Jake, are you good? And that got me. It's a loaded question. I have his picture of Aaron Judge. Anth- Wait, that's a different tweet? Different tweet. Different tweet. A lot of fire tweets. Tanner. I'm, I'm going to have to follow Five Don Cheadles, yeah. 
Jake, are you good? That's what he said. Loaded. Loaded question. So we just made that trade, and that's a good job by you. I added the Wilson part. Anything else? That's such a good trade. Good trade. Has Dahl been good? (laughs) Uh, Not really. Does he help us? (laughs) Not really. (laughs) He just needs that porch, baby. Uh, Yeah, no, his stats aren't great right now. Well, you know, he'll have the next good three days. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Gibby's the big part. Rugen no door. A door. Oh, my God. So he's going to make his debut. He's going to get a big standing ovation by the Rangers fans and all that. That's going to be the thing tonight. I mean, talk about a race in the homer draft. The race to Rugi. The race to Rugi. What's the race? Whoever's got first pick. Oh, in our homer draft. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yes, that's great. Um, I wouldn't take him. Anyway, let's go do some sharp stats. Yeah. Katie's got a voicemail for us. Before we do that. Sharp Stats is brought to you by Hydrant. Mm. Wow. Currently drinking it. Jake is currently drinking it. He used the wrapper to stir it. I might reach out to them. And now you're keeping the wrapper in there. I thought it would have been a takeout after stir. If there was a garbage in the room, I would. Oh, just a garnish. I might reach out to them and be like, hey, you guys want to take things to the next level? Stir on the go. On the go stir? Perfect. Picnics. Just other, put other like a picnics. toothpick in the wrapper. I, I'm using the wrapper right now. Okay. Uh, we all know that we should drink more water, but by the time you feel thirsty, it's too late. You're already dehydrated. You can't focus. You feel tired. Keep feeling at your best through maximizing your hydration. Did you know that hydration can be tied to improve mood, better focus and mental clarity, more energy, clearer skin, and more? Yeah, water is the answer. Water alone, and if you go in like salt water in the ocean, it heals all your scars. Water alone doesn't hydrate you as quickly as drinks with an optimized blend of electrolytes. I don't know you, I don't know about you, but I've been having a lot of trouble sleeping lately. It's kind of true. And I've tried the sleepy time teas, the gummies, and all of that, but I'm spending more of the night tossing and turning than sleeping. That's where Hydrant comes in. Hydrant is a refreshing drink mix powder made with four key electrolytes. They got a ton of flavors. What are you drinking right now? I'm drinking the limon, which is good. French for lemon. Mm. Hydrant Sleep is a new bedtime mix carefully formulated to promote restful sleep and hydration. Hydrant Sleep includes melatonin, magnesium, L-theanine, GABA, and chamomile Mm. to promote restful, high-quality sleep. It's backed by a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't love it, send it back for a free refund. You really need to try it for yourself and see what I'm talking about. Tastes incredible and works great. Try Hydrant today and save up to 20% on your first order. Go to drinkhydrant.com slash yanks. Enter code yanks at checkout. That's drinkhydrant, D-R-I-N-K-H-Y-D-R-A-N-T dot com slash yanks. Enter enter code yanks for 20% off your first order. That was a bad talking job of me pretty much all around. Okay. Sharp stats. Hey guys, what's up? It is Katie Sharp back again, the queen of stats for another special edition. That's right. I got a special request from this guy on Twitter. I don't know. He called himself John Boy, who, uh, who wanted me to talk about the Yankees and changeups. So the biggest thing that I noticed is that the, uh, the increase in changeup usage really actually started last season. And that's obvious when Matt Blake's first season. So from 2020 to 2021, that's the last two seasons, 
Yankees' changeup uses usage has ranked seventh in the majors at 13.5%. Now we compare that to when Larry Rothschild was a pitching coach from 2011 to 2019. The Yankees ranked 30th in changeup percentage uh, usage at 7.9%. So they nearly doubled their changeup usage percentage um, from Rothschild to Blake. Now, they're not just throwing these change-ups to just throw them. The change-ups are actually extremely effective for Yankee pitchers this season. In fact, they've been probably the most elite change-ups of any team uh, this season. The Yankees rank have the fourth lowest batting average allowed on change-ups, the highest swing and miss rate, the highest put-away rate, that's the percentage of two-strike change-ups that result in a strikeout, and the lowest hard hit rate on change-ups. And to me, that last number is kind of the biggest one. So not only are they getting swings and misses, but they're also inducing soft contact with these change-ups. And when you combine those two, it's just it's one of the best pitches um, that you can throw. And just in terms of different players, um, Cole, Herman, Kluber, uh, Loisica, Monty, those guys have all seen significant increases in their change-up usage under Matt Blake. And just to highlight a few of those those players, Cole. His changeup has the second lowest batting average allowed and the fourth lowest slugging percentage. And Kluber's changeup has the highest whiff rate and the second highest put away rate. And Loisiga's changeup has the sixth lowest hard rate, hard hit rate allowed among uh, pitchers with at least 75 changeups thrown this season. So there you have it, guys. The changeup has been awesome for the Yankees this season. And, you know, I think we all got to credit our, our best friend, Matt Blake. Matt Blake, holy smokes, dude. I knew, you know, we we were making our T-shirts called Blake's Changes, and it's a oil change garage. And I knew that they've been using change-ups more. So I asked wonderful Katie, can you, like, tell me if they actually have and how much? That's insane. Yeah. With Larry Rothschild, they were 30th in change-up usage. There's 30 teams in the league. It's dead last. Big facts. With Matt Blake, they're seventh. Obviously, personnel changes a little bit. Right. But that's Cole. still a huge – Cole is different. I mean, that's – Kluber this year. Kluber's changeup. I was surprised to hear that. Herman. Herman. And Loisaga. Johnny L's. I mean, I'm I'm stoked to hear that. I've I've always loved all three of Johnny L's pitches, and to see it kind of come together this year is beautiful. And, yeah, I, I loved Katie's note there. Uh, the whiff percentage and the hard hit rate both being there is pretty impressive because, you know, going back to our famous Clint Frazier sharp stats uh, a few years back when he was swinging through pitches and that was a good thing, it was because he wasn't making weak contact. Mm -hmm. Like when Clint would swing through pitches, you know, as obviously a whiff, and when he would make contact, he was hard hit, hard hit. Uh, the Yankees are getting both right now. If If it's there and it's getting hit, it's weak, and if they're missing, they're missing at the highest rate in the league. So yeah, man, it's uh, but that's but the passes. highest in the MLB swing and miss rate on changeups and lowest. We're not talking about like good and bad. We're talking about the best, best and best, the best and the best. Yeah, and it's obviously we've seen the improvement in Coles this year. Uh, I think definitely the gas station has to be a huge factor in this. Uh, we heard all about it at spring training, but this seems to be a clear side effect and, you know, a ph philosophical 
effect. And yeah, going back to the Larry times, I mean, you know, I remember, wasn't it a cutter festival? Then we loved Paxton's cutter, and there was a couple other pitches. It was like, just get cut on your fastball. And it's like, if we want to do that, we would just go to Lance Lynn's fastball farm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, good to hear. Cole, Herman, Kluber, Loisaga. There's another name I missed. Was it Monty? I know Monty's been throwing it more. Monty had a couple games where it was nice. Herman. Herman, yeah, I got him. Cole's changeup, second lowest batting average and slugging in MLB on changeups. Kluber with the highest whiff rate and put out rate. Talking about best. Like, Loisaga's sixth lowest hard hit rate. Still great. Still very but good. But it's six. Every other thing that Katie gave us was the number one. Yeah, I wonder for the starting pitchers. I, I wonder if Luizaga, because for Luizaga, she said the top 75 pitches thrown, he was six. So I wonder if that brings in all the relief pitchers or how that sorts out. And if Colin Kluber, but yeah, I, I'm surprised by the Kluber one a little bit. Like, I think we've seen, we've seen some good change-ups by him. Um, but I don't know. I just thought on his best days... That uh, the clue ball, and there's been so much talk about that, and maybe that's Kluber's secret. Maybe that's one of his robot tricks. Is like, oh, let's constantly talk about the clue ball, the the curveball slider pitch, so people ignore that the changeup's actually been there. And hey, that's a uh, that makes me feel great about Kluber. I mean, that's something that you can circle and say, sure, when he's pumping 91, that's. Obviously not too exciting, but the changeup off of that is a complete neutralizer. So that uh, that makes me feel pretty good about him going forward. 54% whiff rate on Kluber's changeup. This is the most he's thrown his changeup percentage-wise since 2012. 2012. After 2012, it dropped to... Uh, Nine percent, then three, four, four, six, six, eight, and then thirteen this year. That's crazy. Good job. I love it. Tangible changes. We're change up team. We're change up team. Likes changes. Calls changes. No. Matt Blake did it. I mean he changed call. I'm giving Blake credit for this one. Okay. I'd like to look into the Indians. If they have been the... Were they a change-up team? Were they a change-up team when Matt Blake was with them? Or is this something that we came and said, hey, like the personnel here? Right. Did you think back on it? Did Paxton throw a change-up? Like, Hap didn't throw many change-ups, I don't think. No, Hap didn't have off-speed pitches. That was his whole thing. That was his whole shtick. CeCe was in that Larry era. I mean, the Larry era that she was talking about was launched, 2011. Yeah. But 30th is 30th. The Lara. Yeah, he didn't use use a change-up a lot. Hap. I don't know. He'd use that dead fish slider, not in the good way. Damn. All right. Change-up festival. Did Paxson have a change-up? Let's see, Paxton had fastball cutter, knuckle little, curve, knuckle curve, little back foot. Feel like very sparingly. Yeah, I don't feel like it was never a pitch where you're like throw the change here. Mm-mm. Feel like it was a ten percent change. In twenty twenty, I mean, yeah, in twenty twenty he bumped it up to twelve, 
But in 19, it was 1%. Bang biscuit. Damn. That's cool stuff. Good stuff, Katie. Thank you very much for the insight there. Stats match the eye test, and we like that. For sure. Big. Wonder if the Padres are, like, least in the league with change of usage. Does it really follow the pitching coach? Yeah, I'd be interested to see. I mean, I think, you know, Snell throws a change up. Darvish throws everything. It probably ties a lot into, probably ties a good amount into your, who's throwing the pill for your starting pitching. Yeah. I mean, I think it might be easy to find, so I'm going to click two buttons and see if I can get there. Okay, he's going with the two-button click approach. Just going plate discipline, batted ball profile. Nope. Harder than I thought to harder find. Harder than he thought. It's harder than he thought. Harder than he thought. It's harder than he thought. Let's see where the Yankees, since I'm here, the Yankees are... Impossible to find on this graph. Pretty bad. Top 1% in the league pitching at hard hit percentage. Good job there. Say that again. I'm trying to find the good stats that the Yankees are at right now. And hard hit percentage as a team, they are the best. Top 1% in allowing soft, or not allowing hard hit. Whatever you want to say. Dude, the pitching's been really good. Yeah, I wonder, you know, we've we've talked about top one in expected batting average. I've talked a lot about how the Yankees have had this good stretch of baseball, 17 and 8 or whatever it is, uh, coming up on four weeks. Pitching's been there kind of all year. I mean, even when we were playing bad baseball, things should have been a lot worse. I think the Yankees were still top of the AL. Uh, they're currently number two in ERA. They are number one in strikeouts. Those are those are pretty good. Yeah, the pitching's been carrying them. That's why Lindsay Adler asked a question on Twitter, like one word to describe the season so far. My answer was three words. It's what we've been saying in the podcast, just winning losses. But it, that's two words. Two words. Yeah. Um, well, I was going to say one the losses, but that's three words. Winning losses shortens it to two. closer. Still not Almost just there. one word. They have had very few games where you're like, they won that one. Yeah. No, it's uh, – and we talk about stats matching the eye test. I mean, the Yankees, their first – this is hitting. They're seventh in run scored in the AL, so it's very middle of the pack. They are first in walks. Adds up. They didn't <laughs> swing for a while. <laughs> that very much adds up. 11th in batting average, ninth in OPS – the offense has not clicked yet. Um, last in stolen bases, first in home runs. Really? Pretty Katie wild. had a great stat on Twitter yesterday about how, like, 80% of the Yankees' home runs are solo shots. That might, might be making up that number. It was a number that was really high. Maybe it wasn't 80. But I, it was the highest in MLB. Yeah. Most solo shots. Got one yesterday. DVD looks like he's searching for it. He's hunting. Uh, 69% of Yankees home runs are You're solo sick. homers, the highest okay, rate in MLB. All right, so 70. We'll call it 70. Calling that 70. Curve. 
I found I found it, Jake. I found the the team change up usage. I want to see if Larry is just an anti change up guy. Come on, it's spinning. It's spinning. So we can finally say F you, Larry. How's he doing in San Diego? They got some good talent over there. They play baseball. I said, Poppy. So this is just 2021, so it doesn't include the 22nd out of 20 out of 30 teams, the Padres, and change up usage. Can you believe it? Holy smokes. What? Know how when you go to a team's page on baseball reference yes. and it shows the top 24 guys in their history, yeah. war-wise? Um, well, first Padres pitching there, first in ERA, second in strikeouts. Good job, First in inning pitch. They Good got job. some talent there. Good job, Larry. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just a couple guys that popped up on the Padres, like best 24 guys ever. I mean, mostly this guy. That, that, guy's, just like, that guy looks Whoa. mean. Who is that? That guy looks like a movie character gone wrong. That is Ed Whitson. And he's next to another mustache king, but this guy looks a little... Is that guy also named Eric? That's Eric Show. That's a good name. Eric and Ed. Eric and Ed. I mean, this guy looks like a Little League coach. Bruce Hurst. That looks like Mike Ford's uncle. <laughs> Bruce Hurst. And that was talking Padres. Uh, since Larry's taken over the Padres, they are 17th in change-up usage. Interesting. All right, you want to move on? Let's move on. We got a lot of injury stuff to talk about. We're going to find the hottest hitter on the Yankees. That's something we do. It's brought to you by DraftKings. Go to DraftKings, get the daily sports uh, thing. You know what I was looking at? A lot of people lost. A lot of people uh, chose the Yankees to win yesterday. Yeah. I would have. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people chose the Yankees to win. I think I had the numbers here. So on DraftKings yesterday, the Yankees, they were favored by uh, one Ten runs. and a half runs. One and a half runs. 92% of the bets that were placed on DraftKings on the game Eey. took the Yankees. Nine, ain't, ain't that it, man? 92% of the people that bet on the Yankees-Rangers game on DraftKings Golly. took the Yankees. 87% of the money. So there were some big bets on the Rangers. So some people won big. Um, the over-under, mm. we, what did we take in the pregame show? We took, I think we both went over. I think we both believed in the Yankees' offense against Jordan Lyles. Yeah. Um, we both went over. The under hit? Under hit. It's 5-2. Over-under was 8. So 60% of the bets on the over-under on DraftKings Sportsbook, took the over with us. It was eight. The under hit 65% of the money. So, damn. The White Sox game was easy money. Mm. They won like 16 to four. Richetta. And uh, 82% of the people took the White Sox to cover, and 81% of the money was on the over. So you should have bet that last night. So go tonight, look at the, look at the games on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, when you download the app, use code JOHNBOY when you do. They're giving away a free promo with an NBA thing. Um, for every 1,500 people that bet the over in the featured NBA game, the line will decrease by one point. So you and all your friends can just hammer 
the over, and if enough of you do, it's gonna you're gonna get like odds boost in your favor. Mm-hmm. They're gonna increase it. Uh, so this is your chance to improve the odds of hitting the over. Hammer the over, improve your odds of doubling your money. That's promo code John Boy for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. Restrictions apply. Maximum $25 wager, one per customer. Offer ends 5-20-3-21. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. 81%. Gambling. All right, let's find the hottest Yankees hitter. Who do you think it is? Like, Stan doesn't count anymore. It's got to be Judge. It's but Judge. How- so, like, who's who's number two? How far back does Judge's, like, hot streak go? <clears throat> I mean, I guess in theory, Judge's hot streak only goes, what, eight-ish days now? So, maybe. No, I got it. At, at 10 days, Judge has a 1.6 OPS plus and a 464 batting average. Holy smokes. So, is, is that including the strikeout festival? Because there is hot streak, strikeout fest, hot streak. Yeah, like I'm sure his because his overall numbers are obviously still good. It wasn't a very long lived strikeout festival. The strikeout festival occurred on May eighth, and it's May eighteenth, so okay. the doesn't include so right that. Before there. Right okay. before that. So Judge is the ten day champ, the Ju- people's champ. Judge is he? I mean, he's also the fourteen day champ. Did that? If we just narrow it down to seven, Judge seven is, days. Judge is obviously still the champ. Ah, oh, shit, number man. Two. Number two is Gary Sanchez. Makes sense. Uh, I'm doing it by OPS. If you want to do it by um, on base percentage, fuck. It's Tyler Wade. Tied with DJ. 333 on base percentage. And Wade has a higher OPS than DJ uh, last seven. So... You're looking at Wade in the last seven days, second hottest hitter behind Judge. What's Gary's OPS over the last seven? 802. Dude, that's nuts. There's only one hot hitter on the team. Well, Stanton was, but he got hurt. Geo ain't bad, but he's also... Geo hasn't walked in 10 days. Good. How many games has he played, though? Seven. He only missed, like, two, right? I mean, he's got a 308 batting average and a 462 slugging, but he just has no walk, so his OPS isn't great. Um, but he's got the second highest OPS in 10 days. But, yeah, no one, no one's... Yeah, I would have assumed if you go by, like, total hits or something, Gia's probably even higher. I got some for you. Yeah. Because he hasn't walked. What do you got? Fangraphs roster resource. We did this with the Rays on a pregame show, talking about how bad they were. Aaron Judge, over the last seven days, power ranking number one. In all of baseball? In all of baseball. Makes sense. In the last seven days, he's got a 500 batting average of 586 OPS and five home runs. And then number two on the Yankees, it has Giorgella, three Gary. Yeah. So, and they're the only three in the top 100, and Gary's at 98. Everybody else, holy simoleons, man. Yeah. Well, you got to remember, Glaber was doing good. He tested positive. Yeah. Stanton was doing good. He Something pulled or he nagged something. 
Even Hicks had a nice couple games. The, but the Glaber one is, is the one that really kills me because he's just fucking healthy sitting around. Yeah. Like he's got no symptoms. And he was doing well. I mean, in the month of May before he got hurt, Glaber. Well, no, they're not good numbers. Never mind. Yeah. I thought he was doing good. He had a little streak. I mean, dude, we were we were digging for tight streaks for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he had good he had a he had a good 12 games going into getting hurt. Three. I'll take that. It's not like amazing, but it's good. Shit, man. Fuck. So same like none of the hits he was getting were extra bases besides the homer he finally got, which was nice. That sucks, man. I think he makes a double in that stretch somewhere, but Dude, Clint's not allowed to strike out looking anymore. Not allowing it. Officially. Okay. He is second in the league at strikeout looking percentage. 52% of his strikeouts have come looking. 52, man. You know the next highest on the league? What's the next highest in the league? 30. Oh, I thought you were doing who the high man was. Oh, in the league is Robbie Grossman. 54% of his strikeouts come out looking. Robbie. But Clint is second highest with 52. And um, who's third? I don't know in the league, but on the Yankees, DJ is second. Yankees, DJ is next with, with 30%. Gotcha. It's really hard to track this. Gotcha, I gotcha. um, and then I found it an easy way. And then, the, like, Judge strikes out a lot, but he's at 12%. Stan strikes out a lot. He's at 12%. Hicks was at 13 Um So, DJ was at 30 which is kind of weird, but Clint's at 52% looking. He's been taking everything, man. I mean, that's why his walk numbers look great, and that's why I, I do find it interesting that it's Robbie Grossman, a guy who's known as an OBP guy. He's got a 382 on basis here with a 245 batting average, but... Yeah, it feels like Clint has tried to overcorrect. Like, his goal coming into the season was, like, I need to be a better on-base guy. Like, that's a sign of a advanced hitter. But you got to hit the ball first. And then when they start pitching you outside of the zone, take the walks. But, man, it's uh, it's been bizarre. It's been bizarre. Been bizarre. How bizarre? How bizarre. How bizarre. Bum, bum. You know yeah. that song, BBD? I do. Um. Yeah, you're supposed to add taking more walks to hitting well. Right, like it's, you know, that's kind of the progress of a hitter. Like, okay, your first year, you hit 270 and you got on base 300. It's like, okay, let's let's get that OBP up, and it's okay. Then you hit 280 and you got on base 330. It's like, all right, keep stretching out that gap a little bit. He uh, He's going yeah. for the walks. And the only, and the only other names we mentioned in, in this conversation, not that... DJ's like leading league in anything, but him and Robbie Grossman, um, they're both like the leadoff hitters on teams. I think Grossman's been the leadoff hitter most yeah. of the games he's played. So they're like jobs to take a lot of pitches. What are you guys doing? Are you hurt or injured? I got these spots. Katie found one yesterday. Mm. She thinks it's the way I've been sitting. They're like knots, but they feel like bruises. Mm. She found one back here yesterday, mm. and she just like, she was scratching my back, and then she just poked it, and then I was like, "Ow!" Mm. And she was like, "Yeah, you got a knot or a bruise there." And I'm like, "What is that?" And what then was I that just, Katie impression? She does an you old. You got a knot there. She does an old <laughs> New York voice <laughs> a old lot. Sailor. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, I just found it. 
Okay. I don't know what these are. They hurt. They're like pressure points that like knots or bruises. Okay. Katie said she thinks it's just my body the way I'm sitting. I don't know. I was hurting yesterday. Where's remember? Doc, should we hit up Doc Booch? Let's yes. get a Doc Booch office day. Yeah, they got that machine. Shout out to Doc Booch, my man. I owe you my life. It's a little dramatic, but no, it's not. It's not though. He said that you uh, you walked in, <laughs> tried to kill myself. Yeah, with a D <laughs> DNR on your forehead. Is that what it is? Do not. Re- yeah, I'm thinking about getting in shape. Huge. You've been going to the gym every morning. I've been going to the gym. I'm thinking about like eating a little healthier and getting like a workout, like a trainer or someone. Someone in the chat, they just had a good line. They said Jake has the body of a retired Marine. It's <laughs> like, it's a nice compliment, but also I've let myself go. But I've constantly lived letting myself go. There was go. a trainer in Manhattan that reached out at one point. He trained yeah. some other people, and he was like, and I was like, I don't have time, man. Yeah. I'd love to. I'm interested. I can sneak in a couple mornings now. We've freed up our mornings a little bit. I haven't. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, when do you have time? Thinking about it. When's there time? There's never any time. Tuesday morning? Saturday morning? It's two days. But that's one day. Well, I, yeah, I don't have Tuesday morning, though. No. can make it work. I worked all like morning. Tuesday, Friday. 8 a.m. to 9 a.m.? I worked. You were working at 8 a.m.? You know that's a lie. You're not a morning guy. I got into my office at 8 a.m. I worked until I left at 11. I'm proud that's of you. That's the new plan. I'm proud you of you. got two breakdowns done. That's the whole thing. That's I'm the whole proud point. Of you. Yeah. All right, anyway. Um, Checking with Katie on I see pride. I see power. Check. I will. Give me an excuse to text Katie. Who you got? Who are you standing in the mirror and giving a pump-up talk to? Do you have your guy? I have my guy, but I don't want to step on toes. Yeah, I have mine. It's a little, it's a little rude, but it's Gary. Oh, okay. Then we're doing your homer draft from last night. But it's a little bit like Gary. Higgy caught a game last night asleep. Yeah. Asleep at the wheel. If it was you, you'd be cut to pieces. You'd be back page of the New York Post. Yeah. And they'd say, Gary Sanchez sleeps during his start. <laughs> and it'd be the rudest thing ever. Yeah. And he gets no guff. Yeah. Gary. You got a good opportunity here. Seeing the ball well. Yeah. He stopped chasing that high pitch a little bit. He's still getting his walks. Cole's first bad start with Higgy. Cole's first, yeah. Cole didn't have a great start with Higgy. Higgy had like just weird things happening. I don't know how much they cost the game, but it was weird. Yeah. So, Gary, like, come on. You're close. He's close to taking that spot back. Just no one's hitting any either. Yeah. Fucking pop one double and you're like the leader in the clubhouse behind Judge. Yeah. So I don't know if that was a pump-up speech, but just okay. more like opportunities wide open. Can, give me a little more of the scene in there. It's you and Gary in a room. I'm on a stepstool. In step a bathroom stool. Yes. with a mirror. Yes, I'm on a stepstool. Right. Do you start on the stepstool, or at one point do you make a dramatic? It's a two-tiered stepstool. So I start so up the first step, start and then on at it. one point I do step up a little bit. And is the second step eye-to-eye, or is the second step put you slightly above him? Eye-to-eye, we're looking in the mirror. Second step is eye Second step's eye First step is just like, oh, this is yeah. a normal height person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then Gary's just like fixing his hair in the mirror. Okay. And I'm trying to get his attention. And at one point, I... You, so you do grab his face. I jaw. do grab his face, yes. 
That's what I used to do with my dad. I was but told. like when you grab that, his that 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 when you grab his jaw, he does a little bit of the like squeeze cheek smile. He's yeah. Like, like I was listening. I was listening, yeah. but I also appreciate you doing this. Yeah. Like Gary, you're second hottest player according to OPS in the last ten days. And Higgy's sleeping. Sleep at the wheel behind the plate. Like if you can't win the race in this moment right now or get some a lead, yeah. It's bad news, Bears. B and B. So I'm that's my cool runnings for Gary. What were you wearing? Just Me? normal outfit? Yeah. A hoodie. Yeah, hoodie and jeans. Okay. Yeah. I have you starting with the hood up, and then you take the hood off at one point. Mean girl style? A little bit. Okay. I love Higgy, but that was a weird game by him. It was weird. And if Gary did that, it'd be back of the New York Post. And it'd be like, Gary Sanchez cost Cole a start. <laughs> yeah. 100 <laughs> In a game that they, they lose to the Texas Rangers. If, yes. If it would be no doubt in my mind. Today would be just the worst day. Gary's OPS plus 99. Ah, so close. Yeah. Let's get to league average. So one day. For a catcher? Good night tonight, and he's over. I like that. Uh, I gave a hint, and all you guys figured it out. And I might have even said it, but I'm I'm going Brett Gardner. Dude, I love Gardner. You know, go ahead. I won't step on it, but I got to tell you something about Gardy. It's me and Gardy in the bathroom. Yep, he wants out. He punches me pretty hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little too hard. It's kind of like, I get it, man. I get it. Not hard enough where I can say, like, dude, you can't punch me. Where's he hitting you? Right in the heart. Oh, okay. Right in the heart. Kind of like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do I have to? I felt it stop. I'm not judge. Say, uh, hey, Uncle Brett. Punching me is kind of like punching Dono, Brett. That's where it, like, gets into his head. He's like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, like, oh, that's kind of not cool, dude. <laughs> Say, Uncle Brett, here we are. It's the middle of May. You are the starting center fielder for the New York Yankees. Is it 2009? Nope. 2021, my man. Probably feels good, right? How'd that triple in the gap feel last night, Brad? But that felt pretty good. Yes. Running the bases, perfect angles. Did we ever get? Did we get a? Uh, yes. The graph. Oh no, I don't know. Darren Williams usually posts those. Yeah. Katie was watching the game with me, and she got excited about the Guardy triple. And then I was, she was like, We're, "I want to see the replay of him running." I want to see. And I was like, "Well, Texas is controlling the replay, so we might not get it." But then they did give it to us, and Katie was like, "Wow, perfect angles." She's like, "Not a wasted step." It's beautiful. Like, yes. Turn. So then I tweeted that out. Hit the gear a little bit. It's beautiful. Uncle Brett, you are the starting center field for the New York Yankees. Bernie Williams. Nick. Storielli, one day. Get it going, buddy. I know that triple felt good. Didn't even fully connect with it. Just a little off the end, I think. Bray, you've been a guy who gets hot. Buddy, I seen it. You've got hot months, you've got cold months. We've seen it your whole career. People love to get mad about it. This team is hurting for hitting right now. Brett, I've seen you have months, you know, July. July. 2019. 917 OPS. September, October, 965 OPS. That's still in the bag, man. 
Let that triple spark you. You are the fastest starter on this team. Tyler Wade still got you. (laughs) And he's starting right now. And he's starting right now. But we're counting down the days till Glaber's back. She's got to get some negative tests, man. Just, I'm going to say something. pretty ridiculous. Just like fucking, I can't say it. But old man Brett, you know, your sprint speed, your 78th percentile, that's pretty insane. For 37, 38-year-old fella. Get it going, man. Because there is a time. Like, this could be the final dagger. This Yankees team hadn't been hitting too much at all this year. We just did the hottest guys over a week. And their on-base percentage is 333. Besides Aaron Judge. Guardy, you put together a hot streak right now. And you've driven the final stake through the Guardy haters' hearts on the internet. Mm. Let's get hot, big guy. Another triple, you think? I took him in the homer draft, so I had a different reaction than Katie to the triple because... And I thought Gallo caught it for a split second. Yeah. It was a real nice run by him. John Sterling thought he caught it and dropped it. I thought it hit his glove and bounced as well. Mm. And then when they showed the replay, I was like, oh. But... I really wanted the home run because I called. I had right. took him in the homer draft, so I was like, "Oh fuck, that's." I, ha- I had him pegged. We, you guys didn't ask me for my premonition yesterday, but mm. you it said- was Gardner striking a ball well. I thought it was going to be more down the line, but mm, okay, that's why I that's why I really liked it as a homer draft pick because I didn't know. I think he was going to either have a foul homer like or like there. a double that hits off the wall in the corner or something. But I like it. <sighs> first time I had one. How come I can't find OPS plus on fan graphs? Guardy walks out the door of the bathroom and says, Did you say something? I say, no. Have a nice no, day. Oh, sorry. Have a good one, man. You think I would need a pump-up speech from you? From you. From you. Who are you? Oh, I do a podcast on You have what? the body of a 78-year-old Marine. Hmm. Thanks, Brett. <laughs> Brew's worse, though. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I'm trying to find OPS Plus to see where Gary ranks uh, in catchers, but, like, Fangraphs doesn't have OPS Plus? Uh, Well, in the AL, he's fourth in WRC Plus. I saw that, but WRC Plus, anyone that hates Gary doesn't give a fuck about WRC plus. Yeah. They'd almost they don't even well, register it. I think so. they also cut out OPS plus too, because the pluses throw those people off. I don't know. OPS OPS and OPS plus OPS is on the broadcast now. Yeah. The plus and minus system really should be taught. Yeah. One hundred percent average. Anything above one hundred is that percentage better than average. One oh five, five percent better than average. Like the fact that people are we ha- we can't teach that as right. But yeah, Gary is um According to a stat that a lot of people like, the fifth most productive hitting catcher in the American League so far this season, which I know blows people's minds right. because you got to remember, catchers don't hit. It's true. That is true. What do we got next? There's some prospect stuff. Yeah, we could do a quick prospect rundown. We got a tweet from our friend Dan Federico. Small sample sizes, but standout New York Yankee prospects. Gittins. Mm. 
31 at bats so far. He's got a 523 on base percentage. He's got four home runs and 10 RBIs. That's crazy. Yeah, and he's a big he's hey, he's a big fella. Uh but yeah, if you saw his home runs during spring training, I think there was a couple days he was the hardest exit velo guy, which is, you know, one of the best measurements for hitters these days cuz exit velo has a direct correlation with hits. So yeah, that's that's kind of been an interesting one for a little while. He's had some nice minor league seasons. Um you wonder if eventually he's a guy that works himself into the final piece in a trade. He's 27, so he's not sexy. I have a, I, is he our Luke Voigt? It's a fair question. A buried, slugging first baseman that just isn't going to get a chance to get a, a playing time. Like, that's what Chris Gittins is telling himself. There might be a team out there that's like, well, we can get this dude some potentially o- for five years. Some other team is going to... Like, oh, we can kind of get this guy essentially for free. I mean, Chris Gittins' a chance. Ca- career in the minor leagues, seven Saisons, 266, 374, and 853 OPS. That's pretty good. And uh, his last couple years, I think have been better than that. His final year in Trenton, and this is when people kind of got excited for Chris Gittins, or his name came on Yankees. Kind of, you know, if you're a deep-cut Yankees fan, it's when you first heard of him. In 2019, Chris Gittins, 115 games, 281, 393, 893 OPS, a 23-homer season in 115 games. It's a really nice year at AA. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he's a little prospect-wise. He's aged out a little bit, but the high-hit exit velo is there. He's definitely, if guys... If teams are calling Cashman for a trade, he's like the last guy. They're like throwing Gittins. Maybe Cash, I don't Cash know. The says, Yankees, the the Yankees went and got Voight. Right. But at the same time, like you know, we've Voight was twenty-seven. We've had a hole at first base for this season until Voight came up and Gittins kind of couldn't get on the radar. I wonder. I wonder if that is for. Prospect trade reason they didn't want him to lessen his value at all. You Who never knows? know. Yeah, uh, Luis Hill. Hill, spelled G I L for anyone that's. Who are you talking about? Um, Luis Hill. He's pitching well, Jake. He's got a two five three ERA in three starts. In double A. Is he on the forty man? Didn't they put him on the forty man? I believe he's a 40-man guy. Or was he on just like the last year at the minor league alternate site? Because sometimes there was guys on the outside that weren't on the 40-man, correct? I think he's 40-man. But I think he is 40-man. I believe he's 40-man. Quick check. Luis Hill spelled like Gill. Don't say Luis Gill. Yes, he's on the 40-man. His last start came against the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. Mm. He went four innings pitched, struck out eight batters. How about that? Luis Hill. Struck out the Cunha. He was one of your favorite Fisher Cat prospects. Oh, my God. I don't know a single name. I went to this thinking maybe there's like a name that we know. Sure. From like a, but it's double A, not triple A, so never mind. All right. So, Hill. Oh, news. Uh, Yankees officially activated Ruggie. Oh, nice. Uh, All right. Here's this guy, Waldachuk. Waldachuk, he stole a couple headlines on the interstate the other day. I've never heard of him. Walt, what's what's he doing? He had a big strikeout game. 
Um, Ken Waldachuk, fifth-round pick, 2019, St. Mary's College, Jim. Oh, was he a Connecticut dude? St. Mary's, California. Oh, so isn't there a St. Mary's in Connecticut? Um, I don't know. Might be. Guy that, there is. I guy think that coached hockey school. with me. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Or it was an all-girls school. Guy that I knew played hockey went there, I think. Three starts this year, 10 innings, uh, 19 punchies for Ken Waldachuk. So you got a lefty striking out dudes at that number. And going back a couple years, he had some other big strikeout numbers. So, hey. He's 23 I, years old. His middle name is Dieter. So, <laughs> Should is, he be? Should he go by Dieter Waldachuk? Because that D, gets me a little more excited than it's Ken D, Waldachuk. It's D I E T E R. Dieter? Dieter? Ditter? He's pitching at uh, Hudson Valley in high A at 23, which I think, well, we'll see if he gets promoted or anything at some point. Well, you got to remember, college guy in 2019, he was play, pitching in college. Right. And then he didn't, he, he got yeah. to pitch 10 games in rookie ball in 19. And then 2020 has been out, so. Strunk a bunch of dudes out there, too. So, yeah, okay. Ken, Kenny his, Waldachuk. His second start this year, 3.1 innings pitched. Mm. So, that's 10 outs, 10 strikeouts. That's all the outs. Yeah. What? We think. I, like, couldn't Unless believe I read that. Thing, yeah. So, I, like, didn't confidently say it. But Every batter he got out, he struck out? Yeah. Three hits and a walk mix in, but, yeah, every out was a strikeout. Who did he face? A bunch of Baltimore's high A team. Who I don't know is who is. You know there. who was DHing? Who was DHing? Encarnacion. Which one? JC. JC Encarnacion was DH in that game. Swear in my life. He. I know you do. He followed up that game. His next appearance was against the same team, which is always interesting. Four inning, seven strikeouts. Can other, we get a minor league one. day? We were stolen of that last We're year. We're gonna have one. Where we go to a minor league park? Yeah. Well, we're working with the Renegades, so I think so, yeah. That'll happen. Is there open communications? I know they've been flirting with us. No, yeah, yeah. They uh, they got some uh, post-game recaps. Right. I don't know if we've talked about a day yet, but we can do it. I think it's we don't want to do it until the world is open. Right. Soon. Ken Waldachuk. It's a good name. Lefty pitcher, striking out every batter he faces, and... High A? Ken, if you get promoted to double A, try out Dieter Waldachuk. Or KD Waldachuk? KD Waldachuk. That feels like it, What if you short it and you call him Kid Waldachuk? Kid Waldachuk. I mean, that feels, yeah, like he definitely pitched in 1919. <laughs> Kid Waldachuk. There he is. Uh, yeah, I'd say when you get the double A call, try out Dieter Waldachuk. I think, unfortunately, my only concern if he goes KD is that you've You've chosen the bullpen. Katie Waldachuk's a bullpen name. That's true. Yeah. You think he's got an Instagram? Should. Probably one of these kids on the TikTok. How should I just What are you about to do? Well, I want to DM him and say, how do you pronounce your middle name? Here he is. It's gotta be Dieter. Yeah. Or he puts a little more of an accent on it and it says Dita. Ever thought about Going by Dieter Waldachuk. <laughs> Sent. Sent. Let's see if he responds. We'll get an update on that. 
Um, all right, what other minor leaguers? Uh, Luis Medina. We got too many Luises. Yeah. Sessa, Severino, I, I Medina, see that factoring into a trade. Wandy Peralta's middle name is Luis, not the same thing, but Does the, don't we have a Luis Garcia? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we have one of the like three active Luis Garcias, I believe. A lot of Luises. Yeah. I mean, technically, Voight is Luis. It is. <laughs> it's just Lewis. Right. It's just a little a pronunciation. Sans trick. accent. Yeah. yeah. Luis Voigt. <laughs> Luis Voigt. Luis Sessa. Yeah. Yeah, it's all where you're from. Medina's looking good. Uh, who's Para- Who's Haver? That's who I don't know. Peraz has been tearing it up. Uh, Hover's Trevor Hover. He's, he's the other name that's been out of nowhere. But, yeah, he uh, he started the season with, like, a homer streak. Yeah, he, he had, like, he a three-homer He was the third-round pick last year. Right. So he's, he's playing in Tampa. He's Arizona State guy. That's right. So his first one, two, three, four, his first five games he homered. It's pretty good. And uh, all against... Someone's calling me from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Okay. You know who that? You know who that usually is? Coles. Mm. Calling me to try to get sell me a Coles credit card. Those bastards. bastards. I've graduated from Coles. Coles is great when you're 23. You're done to 28. You're done. Done with Coles. Well, Married out on Coles. Married now. I don't think Katie wants me shopping at Coles anymore. Okay. Damn. Coles is great. Used to be my go-to. Yeah, I was never a Coles guy. If I was going, like, I almost goodwilled over Coles. Well, that's gross. Sure. Gross guy. <laughs> it's like when I needed work clothes. Sure. Like, clothes I didn't care about, but, like, I had to wear pants and the <clears throat> button yeah. down. Coles does a thing where they mark everything up 300%, and then they give you a 250% discount, and you're like, I'm saving so much money. This is awesome. Yeah. Good job by them. All right. That's a however. However's interesting because, uh, like Bieber's mentioned, he was a third-round pick in last year's draft that went on during the pandemic, Arizona State guy. And he, uh, yeah, I mean, all he's done the past couple years when he was at Arizona State and now in Tampa is he's hitting. So I, I think he played some second base, but they don't think he can stick there defensively. So it's just like... Him and Austin Wells. He's th- playing second base right now. I think the whole thing is, like, they're expected to be major league ready hitters. It's just, and not right now. At, at Very quickly. Like, people are much more concerned about where they end up defensively than if they can hit at some level at the major league level. Level, level, level. So how they're doing spring tra- how they're doing high A right now, the Tampa Tarpons, that's who Halver, is how you say it? Yeah. Is playing for their first five games were against the Dunedin Blue Jays. Then mm-hmm. their next five games were against the Lakeland Flying Tigers. All yeah. the spring training fields in the area. So his first five games, he hit six homers. So they were all against the Dunedin Blue Jays. Yeah. The Dunedin Blue Jays must hate this guy. I think all the minor leagues are doing that this year. It's like five game sets, so they only have to travel once a week. Makes sense. I like that. But I just think it's funny that all of his home runs... Yeah. <laughs> Came from like the Dunedin. Like, if you meet a yeah. Dunedin Blue Jay single A player, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, you know, who you got to watch out for yeah. this Hover guy. <laughs> well, 
in a funny turn of events And again, very early in the minor league season Which we don't normally dive into anyways A friend of the pod Got promoted from Tampa Because he raked so much Against those Dunedin D-bags or whatever their team name is Max Burt Max Burt, it's a great name Max Burt in his six games in A-ball Before getting promoted (laughs) He was uh, 11 for 26 That's 423 batting average A 1.098 OPS Got the call to Somerset Double A Max Burt, talking Yanks guest Max Burt Alright, there's your minor league Northeastern guy Minor league update If you want more minor league updates Check out Farm to Fame Wow Across the league Highlighting all the prospects All the people making their debuts All the rookies Farm to Fame It's on the It's own podcast apps And then the JM Baseball YouTube channel Good follow on Twitter They are a good follow on Twitter as well Go check them out All right Do-do-do-do-do Let's guess the lineup for today And the rest of the series Now that Odor's back And they're facing a righty Um Tonight, I think Odor plays, which I think moves DJ to third. I think the infield's going to be DJ at third, Wade at short, Odor at second, Voight at first. I think Gary, is it Kluber? No, it's Tyone. So Gary behind the dish. Outfield, Clint Gardy Judge is my guess. Now, if they wanted to give... Andujar didn't play yesterday. So Andujar you day in left, and left. You could. Yeah. Um, would you be surprised if the infield's different than that? Who's our? Uh, who's your DH? Uh, do Andujar's DH and Clinton okay. left then? Okay, I could see that. But with the righty on the mound, they may DH forward, which I think is not something I'd advise. I could see that as well. But Mike. Get Voight a DH day, and you can keep Geo in the lineup. DJ at first or something. Oh, I took Geo out. You took Geo out. You could do G. I mean, they've they've experimented with Geo at short, so that's that's what I meant to say. I, How about DJ out, at no, first? Voight DHs. And yeah, okay. DJ at first. Voight DHs and Clinton Andujar in left. Yeah, Yugi at second. Yeah. With I like that. Sorry, I didn't. I, I forgot about Geo. I I I meant Geo at short, not Wade. Ooh, that'd be fun. If you want to DH Andujar and keep Clinton left, you could put Geo at short, Rugi or Rugi at second, DJ at third, Void at first. Or you can do it. I like. I think I like what you guys are saying better. Just put DJ at first. God, how sweet would that? But be? then Wade DJ would stay at short. That. Yeah, he'd be keeping Wade. No, I'm getting. I yeah. mean, the Yankee, the best hitting lineup the Yankees could put out would be Gary behind the dish. It would be DJ at first, Odor at second, Voight DHing, Odor at second. Or no, you'd have you'd still have Voight at first. You'd want DJ at DJ third. at third, Geo at short, which would be cool. But I don't know if we can bank on that. But it'd be cool. He's been doing it. And then yeah, flip a coin between Andujar and Clint. Guardian judging. Or- That'd be cool. That's the best hitting. Yeah. But I mean, Wade, Wade's hot. I don't remember what he did last night. Probably nothing. Tyone on the bump. So, I mean, I kind of want Wade in there. You do. Play some defense at short. Bat last. Okay. If you get on base once, it's a win. So, if you have Wade at short, then you have what? Voight DHing with Odor at second, DJ at first. 
one of Andujar Clinton has to sit. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. The last time they faced a lefty, Ford got the start at first, but Voight wasn't here. Mm. Well, Fol- Folty tonight. He's yeah, righty. Yeah, righty yeah, they're yeah. TBD for tomorrow, so I don't know what that means. So tomorrow they're probably going to go bulk guy or opener to bullpen guy, so the Yankees will do as many mix and matches as they can. So, yeah, save Ford for tomorrow so you get more balance in the lineup. And you give Voight the day tomorrow or DH day tomorrow. I would assume like with, knee, with it being knee stuff, they have Voight penciled in for a full day off one of the games this series, four-game set. I like that for Wednesday. I like that for Wednesday, too, because you can also pinch hit Voight for Ford later in the inning yeah. whenever they make their reliever you Get him a move. DH day and a day off where you pinch so hit yeah, him let's seventh. So, yeah, let's give him the day and a half. So, he DHs today. DJ first, Rugi, Wade, Geo. And then, yeah, give me Andujar and Clint because... Give me Andujar in left because Clint played yesterday. I like that. And then and then Wednesday's game, Ford will get the start versus the mix and match bullpen day. Voight will be on the bench until he pinch hits. And and you go Geo, Wade. Well Or you could sit Wade that day and do Geo shortstop day. And DJ at third. Yeah, that's what I'd do. But then they okay. might want well, and then you give Geo Thursday off because he played shortstop on Wednesday. And he's, yeah. and he's had Cause that's stuff. He's okay. I like our lineup for today. Our official today's lineup, let's see how close we get, is DJ leading off, playing first, first base. Uh, Voight batting second, DHing. Judge batting third in right. Geo batting fourth, playing third base. And then they'll probably go Rugi. Think so? Because he's lefty, batting fifth. For Gary? Maybe Gary Gary catching fifth, Odor sixth, uh, playing second base lefty. Then seventh, you'd have... Do they do some... Do they slide like guard dog up the lineup? You don't want to do two lefties back to back. Yeah. Maybe you go Guardy fifth since you got two hits yesterday, then Gary sixth. Then Clint slash Andujar, then Odor ninth. Well, no, Wade. No, Odor yeah. ninth. Yeah. All right, we did it. It's the best ever. Good job by us. Okay. That's all we got today. It's the end of the show. So the final guest, DJ Voigt, Judge, Geo Gardner, Sanchez. I missed somebody in there. I like to write it down. Okay, so the final guest, <laughs> DJ, DJ, leading off. Playing first. playing first base, which could be wrong right away. Right. Uh, <laughs> Voight, batting second, DHing. Bang. Judge, batting third right field. in right field. Geo, batting fourth, playing third third, third yeah. base. So, okay. So, because of, so we have weighted short. So, he's team. nine. So, he's got to be nine. So, I think you're right. You do get a lefty up there. Do you feed Guardy after feed the triple? Feed Guardy after the triple. Guardy fifth hole guardy. in playing center field. Six hole Gary. Six catching. hole Gary. Seven hole Odor playing second yep. base. Eight, Eight hole Andujar. Clint or Anduhar. I'd go Anduhar. Nine Wade. Boop. Bow. Thanks for listening, Booney. Yeah. If that's the lineup, that means they tuned in. No chance we get it 100%. No. Like, it's going to be Ford. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be stupid. That's what I'd do. 
Yeah. Talked myself into it. I think it's a fantastic. I love our lineup today. We mapped out the series. Let's see if uh, our dude responded to me. Do, do, do. Mike Ford. Waldachuk, no response. What a. What's his deal? I don't know. Being big old Dieter on me. Dieter. Go Yanks. Tell him, Grams. Go Yankees. Peter late in the chat. See them going clean up Odor. They would love that. They would not. They would love that. Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.